Hey, welcome to the Everyday Immunity Podcast, a place where we talk about different ways to boost the immune system naturally each and every day. I'm your host, Alicia Rosati of Rosati Nutrition. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Everyday Immunity. I am so stoked for today's episode. Today, we are interviewing a very good friend of mine, um, and we're going to be talking about a really awesome topic. So I'm glad that you guys are here with us. Um, So we are going to be talking with my friend, Alex. She is, she's a lot of things. So a lot of good things. So I got a list here. She is a holistic nutritionist like myself. She is a Reiki master, a gardener like myself, focusing on permaculture and connection with nature. Um, She is a fiance. She is a stepmommy. She is a dog mommy. (laughs) And she is an amazing friend and such a beautiful soul. So I am super excited that she is joining us on the podcast today. Um, But before I get all into it too much, um, Alex, go ahead and introduce yourself and thank you again for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me and asking me to be part of your podcast. It feels so, so good to just co-create with beautiful, like-minded souls. And I'm, I don't know, you've been in my life, like not long. We literally haven't even met in person yet, but I know that we've developed online is something that I'm just so grateful for. So thank you for being you and I'm so happy that the universe brought us, you know, in each other's presence. But um, yeah, I don't know, a little bit about me. I was born and raised in Quebec, um, Canada. So my first language is French and I'm living now in Ontario. But throughout my journey, I've experienced a lot of like disconnection. So for me, connection is such a big word. And I'm so happy to be connecting with you guys on here. <laughs> Definitely. We are so glad to have you here. Like I said, I am so stoked. Um, But yeah, this is this is so exciting to me. (laughs) Um, Okay, so first big question that you kind of just briefly touched on. um, You're big on interconnection. If you guys follow Alex on her social media, which I'll definitely link in the show notes and we'll talk about all that fun stuff later. Um, But if you know her, then you know that she is big on interconnection. Now, me personally, I hadn't really heard the word interconnection before. So when I found her on Instagram, I was like, wow, this girl is so rad. She is so cool. We need to be friends. And instantly I saw that she was all into interconnection. So I had to know what that was. So Alex, for those of us hearing that word for the first time, what is interconnection and what does it mean to you specifically? Yeah, that's... Wow, even you asking me that question, like, you know, when you get that thing in your throat Mm -hmm. before talking, like, that's how meaningful that word is to me. It, it changed my life. Um, I'm going to try and keep this really short and sweet. But for me, the word interconnection, it's so multidimensional, it means so much, because without connection, I, I had, I felt like I had nothing. Like I, I became so sick when I lost my connection to myself and to nature. 
and um the moment that I began my healing journey and I just started really focusing on like because like don't get me wrong I've tried the you know the, the working out and nutrition um and like don't get me wrong those are two key 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 factors in health but it goes so much deeper than that and you know, on my healing journey, when I began with working out and eating good, like I was still so sick and I was so lost. I was like, I'm doing everything right. Like, why am I so sick? And so it taught me that everything is interconnected and food, um, like a food is so much more than just the plate that you're putting on your dinner table and putting in your mouth. It's the music you listen to. It's the constant conversation that you're having inside your own head it's the books that you read. It's um, the way that you show up into conflict. It's um, the limiting beliefs that are driving you. It's the bed and the type of fabrics that you sleep in every night. It's the air that you breathe, the water that you drink. It's the, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Everything is interconnected. If you look at the tree stump and you look at the fingerprint, if you look at the way that um, of the, the birth of a cell, you know, when cells are dividing um, and you look at this, the death of a star in the universe or you look at the iris or, you know, everything is interconnected and we can't take out, we can't just take a, a component out like health. Mm-hmm. Health is everything you can, yeah. you know, health is so much deeper than just nutrition and fitness and so for me interconnection means our oneness it means unity consciousness it means the way that I speak to a stranger also affects my own health because um, the way that we interact show up treat ourselves treat others treat the planet treat our meals treat our relationships it's all interconnected and nothing can be um, a, a, a component cannot be removed because the greater whole and our wellness, our health, our freedom, our sovereignty, it all lies in the, in, in the interconnection and each component, each person, each insect, insect, each animal, each element, each species, we all have an, a purpose in this interconnection. And so that's what it means to me. And I'm so, so passionate about sharing it because it's, like this philosophy and way of being changed my life and my health for forever and so I'm so grateful and so passionate about sharing it wow well that passion definitely radiates when you speak I (laughs) this is not this is not the first time that I've spoken to you about things and listened to you speak on things and I tell you this all the time I could listen to you speak forever about the things that you're passionate about because that passion just like radiates I I don't know it's it's insane I love listening to you Um, but that, that definition of interconnection is just like, wow. Like, I'm sure if you looked that up in the dictionary, you you wouldn't get an ounce of that. So (laughs) thank you for being so in depth. (laughs) So thank you for being so in depth about that and really giving us like a glimpse into interconnection. Um, but you said something that kind of sparked my interest. So you said that this whole interconnection, you know, really was the key to you getting over being sick. So, you know, you said you tried the fitness thing, you tried the eating right thing, and it wasn't working. There was something missing. So tell us how you got into interconnection. Um, 
with you being sick and all. Tell us all about that journey and what brought you here to Interconnection. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard for me to see when it started because as a child, um, I was sick my whole life. Um, from the moment I was born, I was throwing up and I was in pain. I know this because my mom always says that I was a very, very hard baby to care for. I was constantly throwing up, constantly crying, constantly had to be held. Um, just, you know, just obviously in a lot of pain. Um, growing up, I suffered so much from skin issues, mental health issues, and gut issues. Those are my three main areas that I struggled with. Even the way that I was born, though, I was born with my legs rotated internally. Um, like I really had to do a lot of work to be like where I am today. And that's why I'm so proud of where I am. And that's why I like sharing these things with people because I didn't have to change anything that was so drastic. Like it was all just little changes as I went. And um, I would say the moment that I became really sick was when I went to university. Um, In grade 12, I got in a car accident and I was on bed rest for two months because I got in a car accident that I had like a head injury. And so I lost like my good grades there. And then I also had a surgery in grade 10 for my foot and I lost my soccer scholarships. Like I was like, I was a girl, I was like into sports and into school. Mm -hmm. And what happened is I lost those two things. And so uh, when I went to university, it wasn't the university I wanted to, it was just a lot of things that just changed. And what resulted was that I became very sick. I had blood in my stools uh, for four years. I used to be on the toilet like because my my stools were so loose that I literally physically couldn't get up from the toilet. I was on the toilet for like 12, 14, 16 hours a day. Um, I had to study on the toilet, eat my meals. Like that's how bad it was. Um, And it was just like super, (laughs) yeah, it's still difficult to talk about because I guess that sometimes I don't realize how far I've come. Like I, I feel like I've been on this journey my whole life. So it's like, I don't know any, anything else other than like being on this journey of just wanting to be good in my skin. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm so passionate about the interconnection because the moment that I started living like this, like I was like good in my skin and wow, I can't believe how much emotion is coming out, but like that's how much pain I was in. Like I went to so many specialists, so many doctors, they all told me that they didn't know what's, what was wrong with me. I went to, they thought I had stomach cancer. They thought I had Crohn's disease um, and everything turned back negative. And so what happened is doctors literally didn't know what was wrong with me. And so you can imagine I was like 20 at the time, like the school system failed me, the health, like they just, nobody could help me. Like I was asking, even when I was in kinesiology, I would always ask my teachers, like, what do you think is going on with my body? Like I, I'm a person that I call myself an eternal student of life. So I'm always learning and I'm always like, you know, wanting to learn and evolve and just, you know, mm-hmm. so I was very eager to learn and I was really eager to know what was wrong. And like the moment that actually the moment after my last university exam, the stools, the blood in my stool stopped and wow. it showed me that it was just from stress. And well, not just, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was, it was so much more mm-hmm. than just that, but, and 
that is where really the interconnection kind of stemmed from because I was like whoa like I've been focusing on these two aspects that I thought were my health like you know fitness and nutrition and it was so like don't get me wrong nutrition was a key 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 factor but I don't know it was it, it was it was really scary mm-hmm. um seeing all that blood in my stools and like all of the food that I ate was not being absorbed. I lost like 40 pounds. Wow. I was below a hundred pounds. Um, even my soccer coach started asking my mom if I had, you know, food issues because I was just very, looking very sick. Um, so people in my life started being worried about me and asking like what was wrong. And yeah, it just felt like, scary because my whole life I was like the athletic girl and like everything and so when that all got taken away and then my health got taken away Mm -hmm. I just felt like I had nothing left to give and like I really struggled with my mental health during those years um but that's why I'm so passionate about sharing this because sorry there was an ant on my foot Uh, that's why I'm so sh- ex- uh, passionate about sharing this because I know I'm not alone and I know uh, like I struggle the people in my life didn't know that I was struggling at the time and so now I kind of have that at the back of my head and I know when you see somebody you know we don't always know what they're struggling with or what they're dealing with and so yeah back to that interconnection we're all interconnected and we're not alone in this and that's another reason why I like sharing my story and how much I suffered because I know I'm not alone. Yeah, that's, I, I, wow. Like I am so touched right now by you sharing that. And like I said, the passion just comes out. Like any person can see the passion that you have behind this whole theory of interconnectedness and, you know, the power behind it. And I resonate with you on so many things that you said, like I got sick in grade 12 too with mono and I missed five weeks of school, I think. Um, and I was in like a biotech program at my high school where we, where we were learning like university content and stuff. So my grades obviously dropped because I wasn't in school. And I literally had a mental breakdown in the hallway at school when my teacher posted our grades on the window. And, you know, I saw that I had gotten a 72 in chemistry. And now, a 72 in chemistry is really nothing to be upset about, but this is coming from an 80s, 90s student, right? So for me, my school was everything, everything. And when I didn't have that because of my health, oh, I just went off the deep end. Like my parents thought they were going to have to rush me to the hospital because I was having such a bad mental breakdown. Um, So I totally understand what you mean of just feeling like defeated and broken when you're so used to having something in your life and it gets taken away by something that you can't really control. But, you know, what I also got from you saying that is you can take back the control. You can, it's not just in the matter of, you know, fitness and nutrition, that kind of control. It's also your mind. And you have a lot of control over your mind and, you know, working at it. It's not going to be an overnight thing of, I don't want to be upset anymore. Bang. Doesn't work like that, unfortunately. But you know, just having that belief of the interconnectedness really gets you to remember that your mental health goes in hand with your nutritional health, your physical health, all of that. It Nothing is a separate piece of your health. Everything works together. So thank you for sharing that, sh- that story and, you know, getting that message across. And like you said, 
you are not alone. I was not alone. And I'm sure there's so many of us that are listening to this episode right now that can resonate with something out of that story. So thank you so much for being so vulnerable and sharing that with all of us. Thank you. Thank you. Now, um, I do remember you telling me that you also suffered from cold sores. So tell us about how your cold sores kind of worked in with your interconnected approach and, you know, how you've kind of been treating those and dealing with those and where you're at with that right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the cold sore thing is something that I was so like ashamed of my whole, well, my whole life. I started getting them when I was 15. Uh, Both my parents get them. Um, A lot of people in my family get them, but um, I'm the only one out of my siblings that got them. So um, yeah, it was, I don't know, it's such a, it's such a weird topic in the sense that I feel like there's a lot of misinformation, like, um, I get my cold sores, not just on my lips, I get them all over my face, um, my eyes, inside my nose, outside my nose, my cheeks, my forehead, mm-hmm. um, so even when I was going to doctors, they would look at me, like, that's not a cold sore, um, and so, like, it was so weird being the, the, what, what are you when you go see a, a patient it was so weird being a patient and having to like kind of not argue but you know sh- you know say like advocate no. for your health yeah 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 that's the word advocate for my health yeah and so I don't know it was just such a journey um throughout the years I took um Valtrex which is a medication like antiviral medication for it um I a certain point my cold sores got so bad that they were every single week um huge like I would say close to an inch to like an inch each um diet like like they were they were big um at some points my lip was bigger than my nose that's how swollen it was um at a certain point I got a lot of cold sores around my eyes so um I don't know if you guys know, but if cold sores get inside your eye, you can lose your eyesight because the virus can attack your vagus nerve and, you know, all that jazz. So anytime I had one around my eye, I always had to go to the hospital and get tests. Um, so it was, it was not something to joke around with. Um, mm-hmm. And it really scared me. It caused me a lot of fear, like, you know, and so at the beginning, I just kept taking the Valtrex. Um, and then what happened is doctors told me to take Valtrex every day. Um, they wanted me put on the medication every day. And I was, I, I don't even think I was 20 at the time. And I declined it because I was like, well, I'm not even 20. I don't want to take a medication every day for the rest mm-hmm. of my life. Like I just, I just, that's just my philosophy. And I just knew that there was just a better way I kept finding answers um when I became a holistic nutritionist I did a gut healing protocol and that was the first thing that kind of really changed a lot for me um like I was doing the gut healing for my skin and other things not really for cold sores uh but that I did the first gut healing protocol in January I think of 27 2018 yeah and that the next year in 20 Oh no, yeah, the next, like the the winter of 2018, 2019, that was the first winter that I didn't get sick. Like I hadn't had a cold. Um, my cold sores were just really like, not every week. They became like maybe every two weeks, every month. And they were also very little. Like I was able to manage them without pills. Um, so I was like, whoa, like this is, 
interesting. Obviously I kept going with my holistic nutrition studies. I did another gut healing protocol. And then again, my numbers just decreased. I had less and less. Um, So I was like, wow, like this is interesting. Um, So for me, the gut healing protocols were really about, you know, immunity. I didn't have immunity before that. So for me, that was really what happened. Um, I healed my gut. I build immunity from the inside out rather than just putting a pill for something. Like, obviously there's a reason why I was dealing with so many cold sores. I had really weak immunity. Like before that I was getting ear infections and colds all the time. Yep. <laughs> so, um, so that's how I, I started with the healing with cold sores. Then eventually I kind of stopped using Valtrex and I would do like tea tree oil or like Melissa essential oils on my cold sores, which was amazing. And it helped so much with like my little outbreaks. Uh, But I was still finding that I had outbreaks like frequent, Mm -hmm. frequently. And so last year in 2020, somebody on Instagram reached out to me and she's like, Hey, like I've been working with a nutritionist that specializes in cold sores and shingles. And she told her about the Epstein-Barr virus and how um, cold sores are kind of related to that and how they there's certain foods that actually activate their activity. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girl was like, I cut out uh, dairy, gluten, soil, corn, vegetable oils, and pork. And she was like, I was able to not, because she that girl that I was talking to, she had a lot of shingles outbreaks mm-hmm. and the constant... Um, if you don't know about shingles, um, you can do a quick Google search, but it's, it's, it's I don't want to say similar, but it's similar to cold sores, you know, the virus, the, the, the pain, the nerve, mm-hmm. like that type of stuff. Um, and so the moment that I cut those foods out, like I was trying to cut dairy out my whole life. Cause <laughs> I was, uh, d- uh, like, I, the, what is the word? Oh my God. I'm like lactose intolerant. Yes. Lactose mm-hmm. intolerant. I was lactose intolerant my whole life, but I was never really able to do it because I just didn't have the courage to do it. I'm, I'm French. So we eat a lot of cheese, a lot of dairy, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm Italian. So I get you. The cheese is just like at every meal, every family function, you cannot escape it. <laughs> yeah. It's everywhere. So I don't know. It was, it was difficult, you know? So, um, 2020, you know, with all the changes and stuff, um, I did a lot of inner work. Um, I was able to finally cut dairy out of my life. Um, I still have like gluten and, and, and um, like soil and corn a little bit here and there, but those are, those are foods that do trigger my cold sores. And that's, but then again, we can go back to the quality. Let's say we go, we talk about quality of gluten. You know, if I'm making a home cooked meal that has gluten and it's really high quality ingredients, I'm probably not going to get an outbreak. But if I go and have like a sandwich at, I don't know, fast food and the gluten is, you know, made with not a lot of love, lots Mm -hmm. of mass production, a lot of chemicals and pesticides and herbicides, like then I'm probably going to have an outbreak because it's the interconnection of that gluten product. You know, it's not just gluten. Like this is what I mean by the interconnection. Who made your food? Where are the ingredients coming from? Is there love made into this? You know, because love is so much more powerful than anything else. And so if I'm going to have a home cooked meal by my mom, but there's gluten, that's probably okay. You know what I mean? Like it (laughs) is okay. It's always okay, but it's that energy of the food and how this is what I mean by the interconnection and how my journey with cold sores has been so interconnected. And I don't want to say it's just one food because again, you and me, we're probably different and 
you know, that's why I invite people to have that self-love, self-awareness and be on this journey of taking self-responsibility for our own health. Because as you can see from my story, you know, if I listened to the doctors and didn't like, I, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I'd still be in pain. I'd still, I don't know. So I, yeah, I totally, I totally, totally get you. I, like I said, I resonate with so much of what you're saying um gut healing is like a one for so many things and I love that you brought that up because you know when we think cold sores we think skin outbreak something like that maybe virus immune system but we don't really think of the gut so that's just in itself another example of how our whole body is interconnected we're interconnected with our environment we are interconnected with other people sharing our experiences so you know we need to if, if you don't want to look at taking that big step of thinking how humans and nature and everything is interconnected. Just look at yourself. You, you yourself are interconnected with all the organs in your body, the thoughts in your brain, you know, the, the activities that you do each day, the words that you speak, you are one interconnected being in yourself. So I love that you brought that up. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, and that brings me to my next question, actually. If uh, those of us who are listening who, you know, are new to this idea of interconnectedness, um, how would you recommend that we move towards a life of interconnection? What's that first step or those first thoughts that we maybe should think or things that we should do to kind of move towards that connected lifestyle? Mm -hmm. I love that question. And the answer is so clear to me. Um, and that is love. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh my God, self-love again. <laughs> it's not about that. It's, um, you know, with the, the levels of consciousness, I don't know if the listeners, if you know, there's, you know, you can act, you, well, let me go back. Let me revert a bit. The levels of consciousness, you know, love is the top. It's it, when we're in love, we're, vi we're vibing and uh, at a frequency that is just so high you know, they say if only 1% of the population meditated all at once, we would end world poverty and war in a heartbeat because that's how powerful love is. I just got um, chills that you said it's that. It's a frequency. <laughs> wow. Mm -hmm. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's powerful, right? You, you even look like you're in, uh, I don't know, like maybe. And so when we, when we behave or not behave, when we act from love, I just don't think we can make a mistake or anything. Like when we're, when we're acting from fear, like, oh, like, for example, in my family, there's a lot of breast cancer. My grandma had breast cancer. Even one of my uncles had breast cancer. If I stay in that fear, like, oh my God, there's a lot of breast cancer in my family. I'm fearful. Like I'm you know, I'm, but if you stay in that low frequency and you fear the breast cancer your whole life, um, that's a, that's a, just a low frequency that might bring you more problems than actual health and harmony where we, when you remove yourself from fear and you go into love. So let's say back to the breast cancer thing. Like, I don't even think about that on a day-to-day -day basis. I just think of being proactive in my health, mm -hmm. um, being aware, like the self-awareness, like what am I, how am I nourishing my body today? That is love. That is acting from love. And when we act from love and when like even me back on my healing journey, I just, I loved like 
I knew that I like I saw how animals lived like in the wild they are free they're I'm they're usually pretty healthy like you know what I mean they're just wild and free and being in their healthy and I'm like well what like why am I struggling so much why am I dealing with all this health stuff and so for me that is that is my answer is really looking at your health journey your problems your your obstacles through a lens of love of you know there's nothing wrong with you you're you're not broken you do not need to be fixed it's just about remembering and how can I nourish my needs? How can I connect to my inner child? What is she wanting in this moment? And the, that's the number one. And the number two is the awareness around that, you know, um, like, okay, I'm aware that maybe I don't feel well, like just being aware, like, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm not perfect. Like I still have a beer here and there. I still you know, go out and drink with my friends. I still, um, like have pizza. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, people sometimes feel like they, they think that I'm just like a hundred percent. Like, no, it's, I live the 80, 20 rule. You don't have to be perfect. You don't need to, to be, to be anything, to be on this journey. Like, you know what I mean? You are already whole. It's just about remembering your light and your wholeness. And that's why the interconnection is so powerful to me because when we remember, we tap into this unity consciousness and the love that's available, that's, that's here right now, you know? And like, for example, I would not be on this podcast right now talking about this if I didn't go through my pain and my, my suffering. Like I yeah. probably would have never became a holistic nutritionist. I probably would have never met you, Alicia. So there's yeah. a, like, there's a bigger purpose to my pain and you know, like, I'm so grateful for all those years of pain. And I know that if you would have told me that five, six years ago, I'd be like, um, what? You're grateful for that? Like, yes. And you know what? I am like, I really, really am. But it's, it's, but for me, it really, it became lighter and more of a way of being when I tapped into the love frequency. And I really became self-aware and just also took radical self- responsibility and I was just really honest with myself and um, those are just those the words and the frequencies that I invite you to tap into for your healing journey because it's it's powerful wow I that last little bit that you said I feel like I'm gonna tear up now (laughs) because I you know whenever I've been sick and the listeners know that I've shared my journey of being sick with you know, chronic ear, nose, and throat infections, asthma, um, you know, adrenal fatigue, mono, IBS, like there's been a ton of things. And I always keep asking myself, well, at the time I was like, why me? Like, it's one thing after another, like, can I catch a break? Like, God clearly must not exist because why would he do this to me? You know, and years later, I realized I would not have become a holistic nutritionist if I didn't go through those things. Because just like you said, doctors never helped me out. No one ever gave me an answer. It was either suck it up or take a pill and be quiet, you know, and I didn't want to accept that for my life. I wanted to be healthy. I didn't want to have to worry about my symptoms, anything like that. I wanted to live like the animals and live wild and free and healthy and no worries about this condition and that condition, you know, so that's what led me to being a holistic nutritionist and helping other people with the same things. And 
that whole interconnected thing of like there's a purpose for everything that happens to you that you know you do like there's just all that purpose and that whole well-rounded thing of you know everything comes around full circle and it's just like when you talk about these things and you have that passion built up inside you that emotion that comes out like you cried I'm about to cry like it's just it's so powerful that feeling and you know that you're doing the right thing in life you know that these things did happen to you for a reason and you shouldn't be ashamed of them you shouldn't be upset about it and you shouldn't you know wonder why me you should you should wonder why me and you should use that as a positive light and a driving force in your life I think so thank you for bringing all of that up that was like (laughs) wow (laughs) so Alex thank you so much um I know I enjoyed this podcast I hope you did as well and I hope our listeners here are having a blast um but before we go if these listeners wanted to you know talk more interconnectedness with you and learn more about you and your journey where can we find you um what websites do you have what are you doing where can we follow and get all things alex (laughs) yeah thank you for asking um so my instagram is interconnected alex i'm also on youtube as interconnected alex um I'm in the process of changing my business name and things like that. So it's a little like in between right now. Um, my old business name is The Primey Elements. Um, so my website is thepromyelements.com. But that is changing in the near future. I'm mm-hmm. in the process of kind of, I've been doing a lot of one-on-one work. And right now I'm shifting into more community work and that type of vibe. So I'm changing my business name to Interconnected Beings. Um, so that it's probably going to be interconnectedbeings.com but that you can find me on instagram as interconnected beings that's really going to be my community and like my offering my creations like you know all that all that stuff Um, but for now interconnected alex is you know me what i do that's where i share my personal stuff and what i'm what i'm currently working on um but i just just really want to see how grateful i am alicia to you in this podcast and like even going back to immunity I know your your podcast like that's you know part of the name of your podcast it's like the interconnection even within the immunity is so it's so interconnected and I invite you all to to look at the interconnection in your life and to see how how you can truly embody your highest self and your true self in all areas of your life, because that's really um, like you're worthy of that and you're worthy of being your authentic self everywhere in health and business and self care. Mm-hmm. Um, the way you do self care might not be the same way somebody else does self care, and that's completely okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm just so grateful that there's these podcasts like these, like these, um, talk, having these talks. So mm-hmm. thank you for letting like inviting me, letting me speak um, because it's podcasts like this that back in the day made me question and made me want to continue. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful. So grateful. Well, I am so grateful and we are so grateful to have had you on the show. 
guys seriously go check her out on instagram at interconnected alex you will not be disappointed especially because she shares her dog moose on her stories all the time and i have said that she needs to start a whole series called the moose chronicles because he is absolutely adorable and i love moose (laughs) but alex also drops just a ton of amazing knowledge bombs and you know like life advice and just so much interconnected goodness and all the good vibes so if you need some more good vibes in your life definitely go check her out on instagram and also go check out her youtube it's it's amazing you guys will not be disappointed but this is the end of this episode thank you guys so much for tuning in and i cannot wait to talk to you in the next episode peace